Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Melissa G. is our questioner today, and she says she's been using soft wheat flour in her home for years. She's thinking of investing in a grain mill and wants to know if she can use a grain mill to mill her own soft wheat so she would buy the berries. The answer is yes, you absolutely can, but I'm not going to stop this episode there because there are some things you need to know, and so I'm going to show you how to do it in particular on today's Ask Wardy. The transcript is ready for everyone at askwardy.tv. You look for episode 131. We're talking about milling pastry flour at home, and you'll find all the links and everything that I've mentioned today there. I do have some announcements to make at the end of the episode, so I hope you'll stick with me to the end to hear those important messages. And now let's get into the particulars. So first, I'm just going to read you Melissa G's whole question. Hi, Wardy. I'm a traditional Southern cook, don't you love that, who is trying to incorporate more of your Ganalfklin's methods into my daily recipes. I've used a soft red winter wheat flour, white lily by brand, for over 30 years. I hope to purchase a home grain mill soon. Can I continue to use this type of wheat for home ground flour? I know I can purchase the organic berries from Azure Standard and other companies, but I would love to know your ideas and input about this type of wheat. Thank you, Melissa G. Melissa, thank you for your question. If you're here today, welcome. Uh, If you're not, we are corresponding by email to give you your free gift. It's a free mini e-course for submitting a question that I'm answering on the air, so enjoy that. I'm going to answer your simple question first and then I'm going to go in a direction to fill in more blanks because when you talk about this it leads to more questions and maybe more things to say. So let's deal with the simple question first since it is what you asked up front. So the answer is yes. All grain mills, and I have the mock mill here, can mill soft wheat berries just like they can mill einkorn spelt, hard wheat berries, etc. To the mill These berries are not different. Soft wheat is not different than hard wheat, and it mills it beautifully. Um, I haven't used your particular brand of soft wheat, the Lily, but I've used lots of wheat pastry flour over the years, um, both purchasing the flour, purchasing the berries, and milling it myself in a home grain mill, and it does mill beautifully. So you pretty much don't have to do anything different. It mills beautifully to do soft wheat. You can also do soft sprouted wheat, Anytime you take a wheat berry, an einkorn berry, a a spelt berry, you sprout it, you dehydrate it, you can mill it if it's completely dry in a mock mill and many other home grain mills. So you can do that as well, in case you were wondering. Now, let me talk to you about, you know, what is soft wheat? Melissa obviously knows what soft wheat is because she's asking, but perhaps if you're here, you don't know what soft wheat is. When you're talking about wheat, You have two major types, hard wheat and soft wheat. Within those, you have varieties like soft red, soft white, hard red, hard white, um, and many other varieties. But the two major types, hard and soft, is very important because 
Whether you use soft, whether you use hard impacts your results. The difference between them is primarily the amount of gluten. There's probably other differences too, but hard wheat, whether it's hard white, hard red, or others, has higher gluten content, and so it makes um, a good protein structure to lift bread and create that network of holes and protein structure in your loaf. So high gluten content is gonna make better bread and hearty bread. On the other hand, soft wheat, whether it's soft red or soft white, um, has less gluten and it can't create that strong structure. So it's better suited to cakes, cookies, muffins, soft flatbreads. So I think you can see why soft wheat has gotten the name also of pastry flour. So soft wheat flour is, goes by pastry flour because it really makes those pastry-like baked goods. Um, now you can interchange with a caveat. So if you're making a pastry, you can use hard wheat. It's just gonna turn out hardier. If you go the other way, I don't recommend it because soft wheat doesn't have the gluten to create a good bread structure. So if you use soft wheat in what's supposed to be like a strong sandwich loaf, and by strong I mean with a good protein structure, it's just not gonna have the gluten to do that. So you can use hard wheat in all recipes, but the light ones are gonna end up hardier and heavier. You cannot use, or I don't recommend it if you care about the results, soft wheat for like breads that need to, a loaf that needs a good rise and to be a strong structure. One of the reasons our family has actually stopped using whole wheat, in addition to uh, just that ancient grains like spelt and einkorn are um, arguably healthier, hard wheat or wheat is not as versatile if you were to just purchase one variety. In your home, if you're going to use wheat, I would suggest not only to get, you know, pesticide-free, chemical-free, etc., but you probably want to have a hard variety and a soft variety of wheat in your home so that you can get, um, you know, a range of baked goods to turn out really great because you use the soft for the pastries, you use the hard for your loaves of bread. Well, we've switched to using spelt and einkorn ancient grains because they're more versatile. And I have an example of milling some einkorn here. And einkorn and spelt are just lighter. And so I find them to be more versatile. So I can use one grain for all types of baking. So the baked goods like the cakes and such turn out light, whether it's einkorn or spelt. And the loaves turn out hearty. Uh, whether it's einkorn or spelt. So I love using the ancient grains because I just find them more versatile. You can let me know in the comments um, if you found that to be true or have another experience to share. I would love to hear it. But basically that is the answer to your question, Melissa, that yes, you can mill soft wheat berries in a home grain mill just like you can hard wheat. So you can use your beloved soft wheat um, when you purchase a home grain mill. I want to let you all know that my favorite grain mill is the mock mill. This is a home stone grain mill. It's versatile. It's quiet. The flour comes out cool to the touch, which is arguably healthier. It can crack grains as well as mill coarse to fine flour. So it's very, very versatile and it can do other foods as well. Um, so it's, it's really versatile. Basically, the only thing you can't mill in it are like oily seeds and such but you can do sprouted grains if they're fully dry. You can do dry herbs and spices. You can do other grains and beans. And we do have 5% off for you if you use my exclusive link. It's tradcookschool.com slash mock mill. The other thing is I have a bonus for you worth $128. When you purchase the mill, you'll also get 
um, our free sourdough and einkorn baking mini e-courses with your purchase. These do come separate from me. So what you do is you purchase your mail at tradcookschool.com slash mockmail. You'll get 5% off and free shipping. Once that's done, save your order number and go over to this page I'm about to give you, tradcookschool.com slash millbonus, M-I-L-L-B-O-N-U-S. It's all one word. There you can put your order number in, your name and email, so that then we can email you access to the two mini e-courses worth $128. And uh, we've been talking about the mock mill for a year and a half now, and hundreds of our audience members have purchased it, love it just as much as I do. It is a fantastic mill. I think you'll really love it if and when you're ready to make that investment. And I'm talking to Melissa, who asked the question today, but anyone else who's in the market for a home grain mill. I wanted to show you really quickly how it works. I have some spelt here, and I have some einkorn here, because these are the flowers that we pretty much use in our home exclusively. The mock mill has a fine to coarse setting, one to 10, one being fine. In previous episodes, I've talked about how you can adjust that further, so you can dive, dive back deep into Ask Gordy for that, but I have it on one right now. And basically you turn it on. And there you go. Fine, fresh milled home, fresh milled flour at home. And like I said, I love the um, versatility of einkorn as well as spelt. And the process of milling your soft meat, Melissa, soft wheat, Melissa, is exactly the same. Turn on the machine, put in your grains, and you turn off the machine once they come out the spout into a bowl there, and they're ready to go fresh as can be. It's really wonderful. I think you're going to love um, milling your own grains at home. Okay, I told you at the top that I had a couple, um, couple announcements for you. May 14th, I'm hosting a free web class on water filtering. Whether you're on well water or city water, you can have contaminants. Uh, if you're in the city, you definitely do because there's not only like ag runoff and whatever that's just naturally in the water, but most municipalities poison the water with things that we don't want to ingest. And we're gonna, I, I'm inviting an, a water expert on to talk about all the things you need to know about evaluating your water supply and give you lots of options for cleaning it up. Water is very, very important. It's our number one food. It's the number one thing that we consume for life. So it only makes sense that our water be as good as possible. And it's very, very important. Your water can make you sick or it can make you well. So I hope you'll join me for that free web class. Watch your email because I will be registration links and information by email. Um, and it's going to be in about two weeks, so you want to watch for that. The other announcement I want to make is for our premium members of Traditional Cooking School. Uh, recently, we had a live call about Trim Healthy Mama, and Don, our THM coach, and I were talking about movement and exercise, and we had so much interest that we've started doing accountability thread in our private members Facebook group where you can post daily what you're doing for exercise, what you're doing for movement. And surprisingly, movement is more important than exercise for uh, women, for women and men. But if I'm speaking particularly from the, um, from the standpoint of a woman for balancing our unique hormone cycles. And so we are sharing every day what we're doing for exercise and movement and even sharing our wins. Be sure to go to our Facebook group and you will see a thread for that. If you're, if, you're a, if you're a premium member but not on Facebook, that's okay too. Just send me a message. 
I would love to hear what you're doing every day for exercise and movement. And if you'd like uh, to hear more about, you know, the particulars and what we were talking about, we did the live coaching call um, just two days ago on Monday, and it's available on the THM Q&A page in the private member area if you're a premium member. The final announcement I want to make for everyone here is that you're invited to get our free video series and 14 plus free ebooks on traditional cooking and topics related like pressure cooking and sourdough and einkorn and so much more. Um, so open up your free traditional cooking cupboard. It's a virtual thing that you can sign up for at tradcookschool.com slash yours free. It is completely free and we'd love for you to take advantage of it. So again, tradcookschool.com slash yours free to get your free traditional cooking cupboard full of free ebooks and a free video series on traditional cooking. All right. So everyone, everything I've mentioned today can be found at askwardy.tv episode 131. Thanks again to Melissa for asking today's question, and I look forward to hearing from you about milling or anything else. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy, or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at tradcookschool on the Periscope app, or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments, and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.